0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. The church, Matthew 7, beginning at verse 24, the Word of God reads, Therefore, whoever hears these words or sayings of mine, Jesus talking, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock and the rain descended and the floods came hallelujah, the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock but everyone who hears these things of mine and does not do them be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. On today, as Holy Spirit shall guide, I'm going to teach and preach from this theme and topic, build it on a rock. Um, I ain't gonna ask for you to look at your neighbor I don't want to use all of them but already okay pat yourself on the chest and say yes I must build it on a rock build your life on a rock build your emotions on a rock build your health on a rock and we must even build this church on the rock known as Christ Jesus you may be seated in the presence and the power of our living Lord. Build it on a rock. A man had a crack in a wall at his house. No matter how many times he had the wall fixed, the crack always came back. Finally, after wasting time and spending money, The man learned that the problem wasn't with the wall. The problem was a shallow and shifting foundation. The issue was not the wall. The issue was with what the wall was anchored to. Many of us have spiritual, emotional, relational, and financial cracks in the walls of our lives. And instead of addressing the source or the root of the problem, um, we treat the symptoms, creating unproductive cycles that ultimately crumble the success of our future. Many churches have cracks in their walls because they're not built on Christ, the solid rock. But rather sand of the sand of cultural trends, personality, popularity, and the appeasement of people. But I would have you know this morning, Impact Nation, it is the foundation of your life. It is the foundation of your church that determines the strength of its structure causing it to flourish or fall during the season of a storm. My question today is are you building your life on sand or a rock? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you building your life on sand or rock? Ah, are we building a church On sand or the rock. Sand is synonymous with surface. Rock is indicative of substance. We have easy access to sand, but we have to dig in order to hit rock. People often opt to build on sand because it requires no sacrifice. But in order to hit the substance of rock, you've got to dig deep. Mm. Realize destiny is in the dig. A greater anointing is in the dig. Clout and influence with God is in the D. Power with God is in the D. Victory over a determined devil is in the D. Godless success and significance is in the dig A blessed church is in the dig Winning the world for Christ is in the dig And beloved, whenever you ask God to do something big He will give you a shovel and tell you to dig Pat yourself on the chest and say yes Whenever I ask God for something big He will give me a shovel and tell me to dig. So my advice to you today is take the shovel off the shelf because it's time to dig. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, take the shovel off the shelf because it's time to dig. If you know it's time to dig, I need you for you to give God praise in this house. In order... To build high, you've got to dig low. Open up your mouth and scream in order. For me to build high, I've got to dig low. During this season, you think you're dealing with a devil. But you're really dealing with the depth of your dig. I'm going to say it one time, one more time for the folk in the back. During this season, during this dispensation of time, you think that you're dealing with satanic forces and a devil, but you're really dealing with the depth of your dig. And for those of you who've been called to build something major for God, your dig is always deeper, which means you will always have to go through more trials and tribulations to make you strong. Oh my God! For the virtue of any victorious endeavor is not found in the outcome, but rather in the struggle. For in the struggle, you will gain the strength that will sustain you to your supernatural season of success. Open up your mouth and say, "I got to dig low if I want to go high." But you got to understand, that, Emma. There's certain things that God is digging out of you. There's certain things that God is digging out of you. The first thing he's digging out of you is your need to be accepted by people. The greatest deliverance that anyone can experience is to be delivered and set free from people. They have not heaven nor hell to put you in. You wouldn't even trade shoes with them. So why are you so concerned about what they think about you? They don't like you no way. They jealous of you anyway. And you're trying to figure out why you hating on me. You got a a bigger house. You drive a bigger car. You got more money in the bank. Can I tell you why they hating on you? They hating on you because they know something about you that you don't know by yourself. They know that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men those things that God's going to do for you because you determined in your heart and mind to walk uprightly before him. Ain't nothing but a hater. Backstabber, that's who they are. Smiling in your face. All the while trying to take your place. Backstab. Be careful, married woman, what that single woman tells you she wouldn't take. She's trying to take your husband. And just to give you a, a clue, if she always speaking to him, it won't speak to you. God is digging people out of your life, God is digging habits out of your life. God is digging archaic, obsolete mindsets out of your life. Einstein said the significant problems that we face cannot be resolved with the same level of thinking that created them. You don't like Einstein? Let me give you Paul. Let me give you some Bible. Um, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, metamorphosed, or transfigured by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is that the and the perfect will of God God is digging out that old mindset digging out attitudes he's digging out fear and oh God help me here he's also digging out procrastination Uh, he's digging out that old procrastinating spirit which is only disobedience in slow motion Procrastination is to slow drag with the devil because you're afraid of where God is taking you. But on today, God says, I am digging it out because I'm calling you to a higher place. He's digging out people, habits, mindsets, attitudes, fear, procrastination, and doubt. Open up your mouth and say, God is digging it out. Come on, say, God is digging it out. It may be painful, but it's necessary. Say, God is digging it out. It may be uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Say, God is digging it out. If you need God to dig out any and everything that's not like him, can you give him praise like you're happy about his dig? There are certain things that God is digging out of you, but there are also certain things that you've got to dig into so God is digging and you're digging at the same time but you've got to dig into his word y'all ain't talking to red this morning I'm preaching but y'all responding you've got to dig into his word because if you have a shallow perspective or understanding of his word the depth of your purpose will always be limited boy that was good You've got to dig into his word. You've got to dig into prayer. What makes you think you're going to have power if you don't pray? See, we want to praise because when praises go up, blessings come down. But when you pray, power comes down. And you've got to have power not only to get the blessing, but you've got to have power to keep the blessing that the devil's trying to steal from you. You got to dig into his word. You got to dig into prayer. You got to dig into fasting. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. As I scale the premise of this sanctified sanctuary, ain't none of us hungry. As I stroll on Facebook, I can tell that most of us have social media platforms. We don't just need to turn our plate down we turn our phone off because what you scroll will get into your soul. What you focus on will ultimately come into fruition in your life. What you speak, you will see and don't you know that the longer you look at something, the longer you see something, the more likely you become to speak it. Most often, Our mouth is messed up because of what we meditate on. That's why David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. My Lord and my Redeemer. You got to dig into his word, dig into prayer, dig into fasting, dig into developing your gift. What is it that God has called you to do? You need to be excellent in your applied areas. Study show yourself, prove workman need not be ashamed. You got to be able to rightfully divide the word of truth or you got to be able to rightfully execute in your divine gift for his glory. Dig into his word. Dig into prayer. Dig into fasting. Dig into developing your gift. Dig into serving. Dig into serving. The problem with the church is everybody wants to be served by God when he has called us to serve him. You can't be great without service. Jesus said the one who will be the greatest among you is the one who masters servitude. Dig into serving and dig into giving. Do I have any give us here today? Oh, do I have any, if I have some givers in the house on today and you're glad about it, I need for you to stand up and give God an eight-second praise in this house because you understand his word says when you give, he'll give back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall it be poured into your lap? Open up your mouth and scream, I'm a giver. And I got to dig in. You may be seated in order to build high. You've got to dig low. Here in our text, Matthew chapter 7, Jesus concludes his sermon on the mount with a story about two men, Lady T, who had three things in common. Uh, Number one, each man built a house. Number two, both of them heard the words of Jesus. And lastly, both men experienced a violent storm. But that's where their similarities end and a distinct dichotomy begins. Jesus says to one man, Jesus says that one man was wise and the other foolish. Wisdom is the ability and willingness to apply spiritual truth to the situations of life. Foolishness, on the other hand, is the inability and unwillingness to apply spiritual truth to the situations of life. What qualifies one to be foolish is for one to know that there is a greater option, but consciously engage the lesser choice. Oh, let's have, let's have a reflective moment of transparency if we would. Have you ever played the role of a fool, some of y'all going to act like you ain't ever played the role of a fool. <laughs> you know you just walked in Cumberland Mall yesterday and saw Leroy and said, "What in the world made me ever date that fool? You going to act like you ain't ever played the role of a fool? Okay, I'll knock on your door. You knew better than to say that. You knew better than to do that. You knew better than to go over there, but you did it anyway. Maybe you didn't know it, but that is the definition of playing the role of a fool. Because you knew that there was a greater option, but you consciously engaged the lesser choice. So on today I need for you to do yourself a favor and spit this proclamation in the atmosphere. So I refuse to play the role of a fool anymore. Oh do I have someone who really believe the words you just spoke from your mouth open up your mouth and scream. I refuse to play the role of a fool anymore. Now say I have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to make the right choice. Say I have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and I will obey the voice of God. Open up your mouth and say build it on a rock. Say build on a rock. The wise man in the text heard the words of Jesus and acted on them. He was not only a hearer of the word, Deacon Evans, but he was also a doer of the word. Hear, Bishop, and hear me well. When we hear what God said and do what God said, we will have what God said. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again, but you're trying to figure out what's going on. You mad at God, you mad at Bishop, you mad at, 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 at the Pope. Well, you don't realize that you are the problem. If you be willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. Can y'all repeat after me? Say when Amen. we hear Amen. what God said and do what God said, we will have what God said. So, in the reverse, that means if you don't have what God said, you ain't doing what God said cuz you ain't listening to what God said. So, if that's your desire, you have every right to do that with your bad self. Knock yourself out, but you ain't gonna kill me. Listen, your neighbor say, neighbor, I've used all of my turn to your neighbors. Say, neighbor, you can do what you want to do, but you ain't going to kill me while you do it. You know, good and well, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, good and well, you can't afford that, so don't come to me asking for gas money. Just because you qualify for it don't mean you can afford it. And if you need somebody else to help you pay it, baby, you can't afford it. I wish you would ask me to co-sign. I ain't signing nothing. <laughs> you, know, somebody don't, you ain't gonna set me up. No, I will not play the role of a fool anymore. <laughs> when we hear what God said and do what God said, we will have what God said. James 1, 22 and 25 says, but do But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like, especially when you turn 50. (laughs) Can I get a witness in the house on the day? but if you look carefully into the perfect law or the word that sets you free and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard then God will bless you for doing it God is not blessing you because you deserve to be blessed he's blessing you because you trust him enough to have faith in his word to the point of your obedience open up your mouth and say I got to comply you don't like that word obey. You don't like that word obey. I've even modified how I do weddings. I promised to honor, cherish, and comply. <laughs> it's, a, it's a synonym, but it just sounds better. <laughs> I didn't say obey, pick up your thesaurus. You said comply, comply, and obey. Same word. When you are a doer of the word, God will perform great things in your life. I'll say it again. When you are a doer of the word, God will perform great things in your life. He'll bless your vision. He'll bless your marriage. He'll bless your son. He'll bless your daughter. He'll bless your business. He'll bless your church. He'll produce health and wealth in your life and after this life, he will prepare a home for you in glory. Anybody want to go? Joshua one and eight says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way. Did you hear that? Did you caught that? You caught that? God is saying when you do my word obey what is written in my word then you Will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. So it sounds like the success of your life, God has placed it in your hands. Uh oh, that means if you lazy, you might not get it. <sighs> Are y'all good? Y'all good over here? Folk to my right, raise your hand, you good? Folk in the middle, y'all raise your hand, you good? Folk to my left, raise your hand. You good? I guess everybody's good. Ain't nobody left. Give yourselves a hand. (laughs) The wise man heard the words of Jesus and acted on them. He built his house. He built his life. He built his church on the word of God and when the rain descended and the flood came and the wind blew and beat on that house, that life, that church, it did not fall because he built it on a rock. He dug deep and built it on a strong foundation. Open up your mouth and say I got to build it on a strong foundation. The wise man built his life on the solid foundation of Christ. Solid foundation of faith, love, fortitude, perseverance. Commitment, character, compassion, giving, stewardship, and service. Someone say these words with me. Say Christ. Come on, y'all sound real good. Say Christ. Say faith, love, fortitude, perseverance, commitment, character, compassion, giving, stewardship, and service. This represents the house that was built on rock. When the rain descended, Elder Lorry, and the floods came over the Maurice, and the wind blew and beat on that house, that life, that church, it stood. But the fool, on the other hand, built his house, his life, his church, on the sand. Someone screams surface. Say surface. Sand is surface. It's a cheap foundation. You have easy access to it. You ain't got to sacrifice anything to get to it. A cheap foundation. A weak foundation. A shallow foundation. The foundation of unconfessed sin. Subjective truth. False Facebook perception. Instagram lies, TikTok tales, contaminated cultural trends, and the acceptable sins of society. Someone screams saying. Someone screams saying. S A N D. Sin, arrogance, neglect, and denial. Someone screams saying. Sin, arrogance, neglect, And denial. Sin means to go against or transgress against the word of God. Arrogance means you're prideful. You have assumed the position of sitting on the throne of your life when that position is reserved for God. Arrogant, prideful, can't be told anything. And then neglect. A failure to do what you know you must. And then denial. To act like you don't need help. Someone so I refuse. To build my life. On sin. Sin. Arrogance. Neglect. And denial. Say so I will build. My life. On a rock. Righteousness. all, oh. oh overcomer. See Christ, K. Keep it moving. Open up your mouth. I'm gonna build it on a rock. Say R. Righteousness. Oh, I'm an overcomer. See Christ, K. I'm gonna keep it moving. Look at your and Say, keep it moving. Keep building on the rock.